welcome back to the coffee table. I'm Allison. And I'm Morgan. And we are recording in the evening again. Um, oh, you gotta stop doing this. What? Recording, <laughs> recording so late. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, ever since Morgan moved and... Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> my work is crazy. This just happens. So I have a glass of Chardonnay, as usual. I like how you blame me moving, not you being out of town for five days. That's fair. <laughs> I went to essentially a little miniature family reunion over the weekend, so this is It was fun time. though, right? Yeah, it was fun. It was nice to... We literally just stayed at a house on the river for five for four days. We didn't really do much about Seems anything nice, else. Though. Yeah. Okay, well, how many days until you turn the big two five? <laughs> wow, five <laughs> days. I turn 25 on Monday. It's, it's pretty brutal, but I am excited for the weekend. Me too. I still have 145 days till my birthday. You. So we don't really even need to talk about it at this Mm-mm. point. For um, our future. I am curious if this is a zillennial or millennial friendship trend. If this is still happens, I'm really curious. Do people still give each other gifts that may include a journal, notebook of some kind, and write on the first page? <laughs> Why? Why is this something that you're thinking about? Well... As you mentioned, it's not that funny. It's just more cute, but it's just funny that I found it mm-hmm. at this time. Well, I was moving and I found a journal you gave me. Oh, no way. <laughs> it was for my 18th birthday. Do you remember what you wrote in it? No idea. 18th birthday? 18th birthday. It's the Carpe Diem, like, leather one. Okay, I remember the note. <laughs> <laughs> it says, For planning new adventures, writing down crazy dreams, and plotting world domination, exclamation point with the triangle. Of course. Yeah. Happy birthday, my fellow adventure junkie, phot- photographer, or photographer, excuse me, photography lover, and beautiful <laughs> friend. Another triangle exclamation point. Oh and, like, ampersand. Happy 18 years of wonderful friendship. Another triangle exclamation. <laughs> I was I was in a phase. <laughs> Here's to another year of trying new things, exploring new places, and moving on to greater experiences. Love you lots, Allison Hart. P.S. Be careful you can you're in, oh, be careful you can go to adult jail now. <laughs> Not just jail. You adult jail. <laughs> so I'm curious if people still do this, because I have a couple of... I have one from Emma, too, I found. But... I would still do it. Yeah, me too, but does that mean we're... Chuggy's not the right word anymore. Corny, I guess. It's corny. I don't know. It feels like something someone would do for their child. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but this just means this year... we. Once my birthday hits, we'll be at 25 years of friendship. That's so crazy, dude. Foundation of the podcast. Wow. So that's pretty exciting. Aren't you glad I didn't tell you what 
Morgan's note was on our outline. I'm so confused. Um, well, what are you sipping on this evening? Oh, yes. I have a glass of Chardonnay. It's my drink of choice, always. My current obsession is to go down to Market of Choice and pick up something local that they have in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I have a Seattle cider. It's pineapple agave. It's really mm-hmm. good. So this week I I wrapped up Stranger Things. What about you? I also wrapped up Stranger Things. Still going strong with Love Island. Still, um, still, it happens every day. There's a new episode every I day. I commit, but I can't um, commit. That's it. That's all I've been watching. Yeah, the only other thing I watched that's new is um, that Netflix movie Love and Gelato. Oh. I feel like I wasted my Sunday morning with that one. I had high hopes for it. Curious about how it got greenlit. The storyline for one and then the acting. Yeah. They tried really hard. They tried. I didn't I didn't finish it. I put it on as one of those like my baby's napping and I'm going to clean and have something on in the background kind of a thing and I couldn't yeah. even have it on in the background. Yeah, it was pretty uh it was gnarly. Yeah. It was like it was trying to be letters to Juliet meets um oh, what's that pizza one? Oh, the one, oh, uh, Little Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. That's exactly what this was. But Little Italy's way better. I didn't even finish it. You didn't finish Love Italy? No, I didn't finish Love and July. Oh, oh. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. I love Little Italy. No, yeah, so. Say that three times fast. Love Little Italy, love Little Italy. (laughs) Emma Robert, an Emma Roberts moment. Um... Yeah, sorry, Love and Gelato. I really wanted to like you. I just couldn't. It was almost like, no. Also, it's kind of Eat, Pray, Love, E. So it's all three yeah. of those. Could it's be try- the name of a cookbook, but it's the name of a movie. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up, we are f- diving back into OC this week. So we watched episodes four, five, six, and seven. Do you want to kick us off with episode four? Episode four. Oh, so we just did an episode on the summer I turned pretty. Of course, our favorite. And we referenced in that how 2000 shows love to talk about or have episodes we referenced how 2000 shows and movies often contain some sort of a cotillion, cotillion or coming out party. Ball coming out party. Um, and it's usually the rich kids. It's a great source of drama because obviously they all hang out at country clubs and all that. So that's where episode four takes us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes us to a cotillion. An episode, or excuse me, episode. HBO describes it as the teens attend cotillion where a fight breaks out. That's it. Yeah. So cool. the start of the episode, though, is um, 
Sandy and Kirsten, the mom and dad, coming into the living room to tell Ryan they'd like to make his, like, adoption official. It's a very sweet moment. I loved when Seth came back in the room. Mm-hmm. And then this episode is where they practice a bunch for Cotillion, just like in Summer I Turn Pretty. And, you know, Ryan and Luke butt heads like normal. We also, this is the first time we introduced one of my favorite characters. I wish she was around for longer. Anna. Love Anna. Um, she's kind of nerdy, super into comic books, music, things like that. And she does like Seth. So this is where we get one of another love triangle happening. Anna's played by, I could never. I don't know her name. Sorry. It's like. It's called, like, Samir, I believe. Samir Armstrong. She's oh, okay. been in a bunch of random stuff. Did you ever watch um, It's a Boy Girl thing? No. Oh. How about Just My Luck? Yes. But I don't okay. remember her she being was in, in that. that. Hmm. Um, the Lindsay Lohan one? Yeah. Oh, she's. Okay. I know she's been in a handful of, like, horror movies. Um and like hallmark movies you know that's a bummer i think she's a good actress i feel like she should be in more stuff yeah not that there's anything wrong with hallmark movies but but okay so i feel like this is also where marissa decides she's gonna dump luke right well yeah because he gets really like jealous Mm mm-hmm and they get so they kind of like get into an argument and so then marissa she's like i'm not going to cotillion yeah you're not gonna escort me to cotillion it and the drama she has right and then she has ryan do it instead wow this is very summer i turned pretty isn't it it's yeah (laughs) it's a blueprint honestly that's hilarious um (laughs) Okay, well, cotillion stuff aside, this is where we also find out Jimmy Cooper, Marissa's dad, has been essentially stealing money from his advisory clients. Yeah, so it's never really said exactly what he does, but he's just basically a business advisor, right? Yeah. Like, he advises... On investments. On investments. So he takes people's, like, nest egg and invests it, basically, right? Yeah, but he's not, like... He's, but they said it's a business advisor, so I don't know. Something Anyways. about investments and whatever. Plot holes in that story, I think. Yeah. Um, and so he's basically been taking their money and investing it in these things that he is kind of like... He says they're bad investments, but I isn't what's really happening is he's paying off his own debts with those people's money. Yeah, it's so it's his own bad investments... Um, that he's paying off with other people's money. So he took a bunch of risks that didn't pay out, so he owes a shit ton of money, or lost a shit ton of money, and he's now paying his bills with his friend's money. Yeah. (laughs) Without them knowing. And so he's like an investment advisor advisor or whatever he is um, to a lot of these people um, in Orange County that are attending this cotillion and in this like plot line of a show. So this is where his story starts to unfold because some one of the other dads is asking where his money went. 
What was your reaction to the fist fight between the dads? It escalates quickly. It escalates very quickly. I didn't really have any feelings about it. I just think it was silly. Yeah. Because while I don't care for Jimmy Cooper, he was right that they should have waited because that evening was about the kids. Yeah, but he just low-key didn't want to be embarrassed. That's also true. (laughs) I think it was embarrassing for everyone at the party. Yeah. Okay. Final thoughts about the the debut. Episode 4. I really don't like these freaking plot lines. I just can't. I don't know. This episode was fine. There wasn't, like, anything to it where I was, like, like, obsessed with. Okay, episode (laughs) five. five. I almost said two, but it's just the second one we're talking Mm -hmm. about. The Outsider. HBO describes this as, Ryan protects Seth twice. Penniless Jimmy has a hard choice. Take it away. Penniless. (laughs) Penniless and still living in a million dollar home on the beach in Housie. Sure. Makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. The the Ryan saves Seth twice thing cracks me up because doesn't he like protect him every episode? (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like in this episode was a little extra because first he goes to... What was that other kid who works at the restaurant from what town? Oh. It wasn't Chino, it was... Anyway, you're talking about Steph and Salvatore, though. Yeah. I can't remember, I where, remember what town he said he was from, but... Seth goes to a party with him there. Mm-hmm. Is that where he's talking about saving him? And then I think so, yeah. And then this is the episode where then Seth invites... What's the character's name? Oops. Well, anyways, he's only in it for this episode, but the this other kid Ryan works with, he goes to an OC party and ends up dun, 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 shooting Luke in the arm. Yeah, that was bad. That was <laughs> so not. bad. And this is where Ryan also basically stands up Marissa for mac and cheese night. Oh, yeah. She was babysitting. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to like go over and hang, and he protected Seth instead. Yeah, they oh, are but- the real <laughs> romance. We of do. The show. <laughs> Amen. Obviously, um, we do get another awesome Range Rover moment, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ryan goes, "You're really gonna bring the Range Rover <laughs> to this party?" And Seth's so like, "Yeah, I'll just park it around the corner. Come to yeah, you later. It's all smashed. The tires are like." cut and the windows this are all was broken at the, this was the at first the party. first party that's mm-hmm. quote unquote on the wrong side of the tracks whatever yeah whatever they're trying to say it still look like newport to me yeah so before we get into episode six jimmy circling back to marissa's dad finds out that in order to pay back every every penny he owes he's gonna have to sell the house and basically everything they own um, in order for that to work out. But he decides to leave it up to his wife, Julie, on whether or not they sell the house. Um, and what was the alternative if he moved out and got an apartment and then a job to pay back the money? Is that Was that the second option? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay, episode six, The Girlfriend. 
After a hot girl seduces Ryan, Marissa has sex with Luke. Would you like to tell everyone who the hot girl is? Air quote. The hot girl is the wife? Girlfriend. Right? Wife? Girlfriend. Girlfriend? I thought it was wife. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend of... <laughs> of... Lo- Fuck, what's her name? Kirsten, sorry. Kirsten's dad. Um, the hot girl is the girlfriend of Kirsten's dad. So Seth's future grandma. <laughs> yes. She's obviously probably younger than Kirsten. Or the same age. She's um, 24. Okay. <laughs> Much younger than Kirsten. She does not... She's supposed to be 24? <laughs> yes. Did you not pay attention? <laughs> is that what the teenagers see us as? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because remember she was like, yeah, when I was um, 16, my mom sent me to Japan to model by myself, and I had to grow up fast, and she's like, now I'm 24, and she's dating this 60-year-old man. And she hates him, obviously. Oh, yeah. And so she, like, seduces Ryan in the pool house. Mm Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite moments between them was that when they everybody was at the dinner table and Seth notices that she's like eyeballing Ryan and he's kind of you know awkward eye contact back Mm -hmm. yeah so funny and then another this is how you know this is an early Y2K show is because the grandpa makes a comment to Seth like I thought you'd be a better skirt chaser than this and he yes. says, it, by skirt chaser, if you mean girls, <laughs> in <laughs> old man speak, or whatever he said, I do have a date to your birthday party. Thank you for asking. You know, in his sassy dryness. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. A true feminist. <laughs> this I concept going. Um, so, back to them making out in the pool house, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Marissa walks in on them, and then runs off with Luke, basically. That's Basically. how I remember it, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does this one and end? Do we remember? She loses her virginity to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, In- she gets all upset. Insert my eye roll, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she gets all upset because the guy who she once loses her virginity to is making out with a 24-year-old in the pool house, and so she then goes to her boyfriend, and then they have sex. <laughs> who at this point they were broken up until I guess they're back together by then in this episode. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to remember how it ends. I can't remember. Anyways, we'll move on. I uh, think it was basically Ryan finding out that she slept with Luke. In like in a, a matter of seeing her hair all messy or something. I think it was something that she Implied. was saying to Summer. It was like very. I don't know. I don't remember, but I just know that he finds out at like the end, and he's like, "Oh, that sucks," but also he like just hooked up with this. I don't oh, know. High school the, drama. Right. The other thing that happened this episode, which which is really big for the Seth and Summer team. Oh yeah. She kisses him because he recites back the poem that she read aloud in the sixth grade about yeah. mermaids. So she's into the creepy stalker. I'm just I don't want to call cute. him a creepy stalker. It's cute, and I love Seth Cohen. 
It's just these first few episodes. So far, he has named his boat after her before he even <laughs> met her. And recited a poem for her that she said in, like, the second grade. Sixth grade. But Sixth I see grade. your point. Yeah. <laughs> I love Seth Cohen. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> At what point is it cute and at what point is it creepy? Let's be honest. It's fair. I The only reason I don't find it as creepy is because they do see each other every day at school and are the same age. It's not like older right. or younger or something. Right. If, if the poem thing standalone is great, it's the poem thing paired with the boat thing. The boat, the imaginary running away to Tahiti. Yeah. That's, that's where the line is a okay, little gray. I see your point. Once again, I love Seth Cohen. <laughs> a lot of good t-shirts in oh. these episodes, too. <laughs> okay, episode seven, my favorite one we're going to talk about. It's called yes, The Escape. Yes, yes. the Tijuana, <laughs> the Mexico episode. Yep, it's and the description. So bad. Okay, sorry to say it. Let me finish. In Tijuana, Marissa learns about the divorce and overdoses. <laughs> Period. Not me spitting out my wine. <laughs> the, these descriptions sometimes are so funny. Okay. Well, so picture this. Picture this. Mm-hmm. Four high schoolers in, in Tijuana, a Range Rover. In a Range Rover. <laughs> first of all, in Tijuana, Mexico. One of the four said teenagers is missing with... Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hard paid killers. <laughs> okay, fine. We're talking can... about the end. The best part's the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it starts out with Seth trying to convince Ryan to go on this Tijuana trip because it is... What am I trying to say? Tradition for his class to go and he's never felt like he can be included whatever but Ryan's here now so he feels like he's a little bit popular or at least can hang out with all these kids and be okay yeah but they lie to the parents and say they're going to comic con I believe yes <laughs> and it's the um, best part yeah his annual comic con trip mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and at this point, Marissa has decided she wants to stay home with her dad for the weekend, so her and Summer end up not getting in Holly's car to go on the trip, right? Yeah. Okay, and then Summer decides, no, Marissa has to come, and her dad ends up telling her, no, you need to go. He he basically forces her to go on this trip, right? Yeah. The best part for me is in the car, when we have... The Seth and Summer bickering. (laughs) (laughs) She's telling him he drives like a grandpa. They're arguing about what music to play. They end up fighting, and she grabs the steering wheel, and they crash in the ditch. They broke the axle or something in the car. And then, while the car's getting fixed, they stay at a kind of gross motel for the night yes and while Seth and Summer are asleep on the bed Ryan and Marissa are out trying to get a snack from the vending machine and they're arguing some more Ryan goes back in the room and she 
talks her dad calls and this is where he tells her they're getting a divorce and he didn't want her to stay home over the weekend to watch him pack up his life and he wanted her to have fun so obviously very upset goes to bed and in the morning they wake up kind of snuggling Seth and Summer mm-hmm. are already gone mm-hmm. and this is where they're at breakfast and they, they are already establishing about how well they get along but neither of them want to admit it like yeah. she's eating his crust off his toast he's taking the eggs or something off of her plate they're filling up each other's coffees it's pretty funny yeah it's very like playing house kind of vibe this this is where we get the i suffer from rage blackouts comment from her oh yeah for the first time yeah um so that's pretty funny and then they go back to the room they're debating about whether or not to go home but marissa's like no i want to go whatever she wants to meet up with luke go ahead i'll let you do the rest she you wants to meet this. up with Luke because Luke is already in Tijuana. And so they head out from their hotel and they're walking around this the set is like supposed to be Tijuana and it's like this small corner of the W uh, back lot. But yeah. It's, the alley. It's humorous. <laughs> it's yeah. And um from here, they find Marissa. Where do they find Marissa again? No, they go to the... First, they go to the bar to find everybody else. Oh, that's right. That's and right, this that's is right. when... Do you want me to keep going? Or? Yeah, you keep going. And this is where Marissa sees Luke all over Holly after yes. she like okay. begged him to hook up with her. And yeah. they're dancing. My timeline's a little whack. So this is, like, hit one for Marissa. Mm -hmm. This is, like, she's already in a bad headspace. Her dad basically said, go to Tijuana and get drunk because I don't need you here. And... So sad. It's, yeah. And so she goes on this trip, and she's just trying to have fun with her boyfriend that she just lost her virginity to. Um, Literally probably, like, two days before. Yeah. And when she finally finds him, he's hooking up with another girl. Their friend, even. It's not like it's somebody they don't know. It's their friend. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what Marissa says to Holly, but then she, like, tries to fight her, and Seth grabs her and says she suffers from rage blackouts. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Okay, so fast forward a little bit later. Um, at some point in this trip, Summer had said that she needs to go to the pharmacy to pick up her stepmom painkillers mm-hmm. because you can get whatever you want over the counter in Mexico. And her um, stepmom had used up all of her options in the states, basically. Yeah. So... At one point, her and Seth go to the pharmacy to get whatever they pick up, and we cut to Summer finding Marissa in a hotel, in their hotel, Mm -hmm. and she thinks that she's there, and so she calls everyone, and she's like, Marissa's safe, and then she comes out of the bathroom, and Marissa's gone. Yeah, because she had ran away from the initial bar fight with Luke. Yeah. Yeah, and not only is she gone, but we we quickly learned that she took the bottle of pills and painkillers, right? Right. And at this point, I don't think we know that she, like... I mean, they've shown her drinking a lot, but not drugs. Yeah. 
but they haven't really touched on her substance abuse yet, so this is like the first little touch of that. Mm -hmm. So they go on a hunt for her in their Range Rover in Tijuana. No, they were just on foot, but I see your point. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) this scene just... What? I was going to say, and meanwhile, she's in some bar just pounding back the whiskey, question mark, and the painkillers. Yes. Um, And we don't really see much after that. We just know she's getting Mm -hmm. super high, super drunk. Um, And then the scene that is forever ingrained in my brain... (laughs) Is also not not our first Ryan carrying Marissa scene. Correct. This is we're, number we're two. Only, we're only what six episodes? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven episodes in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we cut to her just like laying in this random ass alley, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very like Batman. Like there's like smoke. The lights are all dark and dim. It's very like. Ryan comes out of the light and scoops her up and saves the day. She's overdosed. Like, that's that's what's happening here. But it's... <laughs> Isn't... What song is it? Is it Hallelujah or a different song? I'm pretty sure it's, like, Hallelujah or something. Because well, like, that's the one they always play when she's yeah, like having these moments. Yeah, emotional ballad. Because, okay, this... She also found out at some point that her parents are splitting up in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, so that's her. And she's going to have to be in the house alone with her mom, who she hates. Yeah. All the layers. So she ODs in an alley. Mm-hmm. And Ryan comes and picks her up. And then that's the end of the episode. And I feel like it's a good end cap to chapter one of this show. We still have like 20, there's 20 or so episodes in this season. But yeah. I feel like this leads us into um, all the future drama. They did so much foreshadowing in seven episodes. It's honestly <laughs> impressive. That but is the Josh Schwartz of it all. CW loves to foreshadow. Yeah. Well, so does the creator. Yeah. Um, okay, Dreamcast. Is that what's up? Well, okay. Yeah. So, first off, is there any adjustments you want to make to your Dreamcast from the last episode? What a good, hot question. Let's go over um, who's in each yeah. of ours really quick. Let me get mine pulled up. Okay. Okay, this just so, makes more sense to me. My Sandy is Milo Ventimiglia. My Kirsten's Kristen Bell. My Seth is... What's his name? Rudy. What's his last name? I don't know. The guy from Outer Banks. Yeah. My Ryan is... Oh, I forgot his name, too. The guy from... Julian the Phantoms. Oh, Charlie Gillespie. Yes, thank you. Charlie Gillespie, my Marissa is Millie Bobby Brown, and my Summer is Olivia Rodrigo. That's right. I think I had the younger cast. I still stand by it. I think I still stand by mine. Inhales? Huh? (laughs) Nothing, I'm just making fun of you. 
Um, starting from the top, I have Phoebe Denever from Bridgerton as my Summer. I have Dylan O'Brien as my Seth. I have Simone Ashley from Bridgerton as my Marissa. And I have Rudy, that we don't know his last name, as my Ryan. Um, and then I had John Stamos as my Sandy and Leslie Mann as my Kirsten. So my cast is like just it. slightly over, like older than your cast, but I still am very into it, I think. Who wants to go first? <laughs> okay, so we're dream casting um, the some stars of these few episodes, the Coopers, because they're so Jimmy and Julie Cooper. We've obviously Marissa's already casted parents. Marissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's start with our Jimmy, shall we? Okay. Um, you'll know who mine is, so you won't really need to look at a picture. Okay. <laughs> Which I didn't even realize is still after I picked him, but it's really following the Gilmore Girls vibe of Sandy. I went with Chad Michael Murray. Oh, I love him. I feel like he could play Millie Bobby Brown's dad. Yeah, 100%. How old is Chad Michael Murray these days? 40. Okay. Yeah. So Makes sense. I figure that's about right. And then I went. Oh, you go. Sorry. I was getting ahead of myself. So. Do I need to pull it up? You might need to. Okay. I went with Wentworth Miller. He plays the main character of Prison Break. Yeah, I have not. He was also Captain Cold on The Flash. Oh, yes. Okay. And he's been in a few other things. Um. He, Interesting. I wanted Jimmy Cooper creeps me the f-, f out. Yeah. So I wanted a similar like kind of creepy broody vibes, but also he's but he's attractive funny. Oh. and he's funny. Um, this Wentworth is that's what I'm saying. Wentworth is right on the same um, page. On the same I wanted page. He's fifty. Yeah. He's over fifty. He's like fifty-two. Shocked. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Cool. Well, I like that. Who's okay. your... Remind me here. Marissa's? My Marissa? So, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. My Marissa is Simone Ashley, who is obviously a Indian actress, and I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you. I mean, I guess she's adopted. That's right. And once you hear my Julia Cooper, that will make sense. We don't have rules for the dream. We don't have. We don't do rules for the Dreamcast. No, it's the vibe. It's all yep. energy. Okay. Okay. Who is so your Julie Cooper. I don't know. You're gonna probably have to look this up. Christina Hendricks. Oh. Um, she was in. Um. I'm just. Good girls. May Whitman. I can't. Here we go. Yeah, no, she's also been in, um... What she's been movie? in a lot of stuff. Life as we know it. Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah, she's in Life as we know it, and then I think she's in, like, um... She's, like, a cartoon voice in a few things. Yep. So, again, this was my... My cast I did based off looks, and I think I followed that with this. Yeah, definitely. The vibe... 
I can see. It would be a little bit more humorous than, like, the Julie Cooper that we get. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of into that. I was also visualizing uh, Christina and Kristen Bell arguing, and that really sold oh, me on it. Yeah. But that's a vibe. I forgot that Kristen's And then, Kristen. spoiler alert, spoiler alert, skip ahead 30 seconds. Dating the grandpa. And marrying oh. the grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Did you forget that, that plot point? I totally forgot <laughs> that plot point. So this is a really, really funny <laughs> segue into who I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Okay, so I originally, we're gonna go, I got something in my eye. <laughs> okay. But I, so I originally was going off of looks and vibe and also age because all of my parents that I've casted are like in their late 50s. Okay. Um, and so when I was doing that, I casted Elizabeth Hurley from Austin Powers. Okay. I have to look. Sorry. Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I can't. Um... I she's fifty seven and I could not believe that. She's a British British somebody actress. on my radar. Oh, she was in Gossip Girl. Yeah. Okay, I'm on the same page now. Got it. Okay. So this so isn't that who was you went my with, though. Original casting. Okay. But then I spiraled because I've remembered that my Marissa was Indian, <laughs> so she would have to be adopted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we could do the white couple adopting from another country vibe um but then i was like well wentworth miller's gay so what if jimmy cooper was bi jimmy cooper yeah oh and so then oh i see so you're changing the plot now a little bit just (laughs) just and i casted matt bomer as his partner instead and as Julie Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. I just whacked my mic. <laughs> so not only <laughs> Julie Cooper. <laughs> yes, so it's Chris Kirsten's dad, who's like the Republican <laughs> business owner guy. Who's like killing the native plants and stuff? It's so funny. <laughs> it changes the plot so much. But he's like, he's like his. I don't know. asking Nick's opinion because I was like if I cast this guy then he's also going to have an affair with the high schooler the high school ex-boyfriend sorry oh spoiler. that's right <laughs> not even an affair on her husband but an affair with Caleb Nichols the grandpa yeah I love that. That's awesome. I also love Matt Bomer, so I'd love to see him in a show like this. 
Wow, I'm think I'm crying a little bit. That's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so your adoption plotline tracks then. Exactly. I tied it in. <laughs> I can totally see Matt Bomer though, um <clears throat> coming in just because of his white collar character, how silly he was yeah. on that show. Coming in and being like <laughs> China has alopecia. Where, what card do you want me to put the vet on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's also like almost 10 years younger than Wentworth. And I just like, I get the younger, like, gold digger vibe from Julie. And so. Yeah, she, well, I think she's supposed to be younger than him. Right? Yeah. So that was kind of my reasoning. That's that really funny. Know. I'm trying to picture Wentworth and with Leslie Mann though as a high school yeah prom date couple it's hard to see it until you see it mm-hmm. like see them next to each other but I also like Leslie Mann then down the line excuse me is gonna be friends with Kirsten Cohen so I love that vibe mm-hmm. okay so do you have a social media post from the week I do. I'll try to play it. I don't know. It's going to be kind of hard to hear. It's from... It's a TikTok from... Call me K-I-K-I-G. How do you say that? K-I-K-I-G? Mm-hmm. Kicking? Kicking. <laughs> P-O-V. Kiki? Kiki G? Kiki G. That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. Anyways. Six days ago... The cap or in the description it says I can't believe these patio shows are free, and then the bubble letters are POV. Your next door neighbor is your biggest. It says POV. Your next door neighbor is you is your biggest fan. They're wearing a wig and singing this song. And then it pans to the neighbors sitting out at their table on their patio, like a couple of floors down, just watching and smiling, <laughs> singing, singing along. That's so cute. Anyways, I'll send it to you again so you can. It's at the top of your okay, feed. Yes, please do. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and then I also just love how Jenny Han's like retweeting and reposting fans reactions to the summer I turned pretty is just really cute especially Lizzo's she Jenny Han is like a fangirl turned successful author and it brings me so much joy mm-hmm. okay um, what, do you, what do you got over there my social media post of the week is has been a recent favorite of mine and that would be American Girl Doll Memes I know where you're going with oh this. Oh my god, they're so good. It's not the ones that's like kind of funny. It's the ones that are like dark humor. And you mm-hmm. sent me this post actually, <laughs> and there was a few. There was like <laughs> I couldn't help it because as I kept scrolling, I kept laughing more and more at them. <laughs> um, some of my personal favorites have been We Need an American Girl Doll. Who shaved her pussy for a One Direction concert? <laughs> um, we need an American girl doll. We need an American girl doll who has taken Plan B in the parking lot of a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. 
Um, my personal favorite. The itty is, bitty baby one? Yes. We yeah. need a bitty baby whose parents exploit them for views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's too so good. funny. Next on the docket, I've got Flightless Bird here, a podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, so for question of the week, I wanted to pivot a little bit. Um, we usually do the Vogue questions or, like, something goofy, but we both recently listened to the same thing. Um, we listened to part one and part two of Flightless Bird podcast, which is, like, a sister podcast yeah. or an offshoot podcast of Armchair Expert by Dak Shepard. Um, and it is, I forget his name, it's David something, David Ferrier, Ferrier, Ferrier. Um, and he's an investigative journalist from New Zealand who just, like, ended up in the U.S. and, like, um, now covers a lot of, like, his opinions and his experiences that he's having as a Kiwi living in America on this podcast called The Flightless Birds, and he just wants to, like, learn more about these things that boggle his mind. Um, and one of those things um, is Disney adults. So he has a part one and part two on Disney adults. And before we talk about this at all, um, uh, part one is be- before he goes to Disneyland. He did part one having never been to Disneyland and talking right. about Disney adults. Yeah. And then part two is him actually going because Dak Shepard and his producer, Monica, um, are like we have to go to Disney. And Monica's kind of a Disney adult, right? She, I think she does s- go a lot. Yeah, says that about herself. Sorry, I'm um, still trying to find his name because in the description on Spotify it just says David. I'm pretty sure it's David Ferrier. I think you're right. I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, so David my, Ferrier. Yep. My question mm-hmm. of the week is: Do you consider yourself a Disney adult? Because this this is the thing. A little backstory. This is tough. Um, I grew up going to Disneyland. Not, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Like, we didn't live in California. We went pretty like frequently, year, though. You guys did? Well, yeah, once every two years, typically. Um, and then as I got a little older, like, high school and stuff, we didn't go as much. But now, as an adult, I do go at least once a year. We did have the perk for a little while. Yeah. So... And then you didn't necessarily grow up going all the time. No, I only went once as a kid. I've been... One yeah. think high school graduation, my mom and I and my cousin went. And then, yeah, you and I went the week before the pandemic. <laughs> and then <laughs> we went last year for your birthday. And then, so this will be number four this weekend. Oh, yeah, we're going to Disneyland this weekend. Spoiler alert. No, we said that last podcast, though. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Our last minute extravaganza. Very last minute. Um, okay, so would you consider yourself a Disney adult? I don't think so. I, because I think I'm a Disneyland person, but I don't have, like, I don't really want to go to Disney World. I would love to go to Disney Paris. Mm-hmm. I don't have... I only have two pairs of ears. <laughs> and I just have, like, a couple... Well, okay, I guess I do have a couple stuffies. But I don't have, like, the popcorn buckets. 
See, this is like... Where where are we drawing the line of Disney Adult? I think Disney Adult is a spectrum, honestly. (laughs) I think if you're an adult who enjoys going to Disneyland in their spare time, I do think you fall on that spectrum. So let's say you've been to Disney twice, but you watch everything on Disney Plus Mm -hmm. side, and then you've got people like us who've been more than once, Mm -hmm. would love to go every month if we could mm-hmm. and then you've got the club 33 people <laughs> disney employees and then you've got match journeys things like that and then mm-hmm. you've got the people that just go all the time like oh so no that what he talked about in the podcast the disney, the disney gangs, gangs if you yes. will yeah yeah, so where so, where do we fall on that spectrum? I think we're only level two. Yeah. I'm not too high on the spectrum, I don't think, because for me, it's 100% nostalgia for the most part. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's it for everybody, but it's also just but like... we're not, like, collecting pins or... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I have Mickey ears. You have the mugs and stuff, but that's... I, I don't mugs. think that's the same thing. No, I, I like to consider myself, like, a low-key Disney adult, I guess. I really just love going to the parks to vibe well, and eat food. Eat and, food. Like, take in. Like, everyone makes fun of me when I explain it this way, but Disney theme parks to me are an art form. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you sit in those rides and pay attention to every detail, like, it truly is an art form. And so... I just like being immersed in the experience, I think. I mean, and there's it also ties into just, like, growing up and having positive memories there. Like, I have a family member that passed that I used to go with all the time. So, like, there's a lot of memories tied to it, but it's also just, like, a vibe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because you can go and not get on a single ride and still have a good time. Exactly. I went when I was pregnant and just ate, like, churros and drunk food all day and it was great <laughs> <laughs> drunk food all day you mean you had yeah. drinks all day <laughs> yeah because uh, like i mean like i don't watch disney movies in my spare time i won't not though and like i am a big star wars fan yeah so. i don't really re-watch a lot of them unless i really yeah. love 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 them i did i used to I think is a coping mechanism. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and, like, um, and it's is fun to like rewatch them with kids these days. But I don't like. I'm not like. I'm gonna go throw on Tangled. a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. As Maybe much you as I might sick enjoy it. Yeah. Right. But theme parks wise, <clears throat> fuck yeah, sign yeah. me up. I want to go to all of them. I'll stand so in line. If that qualifies us as Disney adults, hell yeah. I guess I will we are. <laughs> cut you in line if your kid wants a pretzel. I'm getting my pretzel first. God damn it. Okay. Um, Place that mobile the, order quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we like refer back to the podcast while this bird, there is one point. Um, where they're in Disneyland, where he makes a comment basically saying, like, it's nice to be here without as an adult kids. without kids and just, like, enjoying it. And it, like, haunted his dreams. But that's definitely a line that I've said so many times. Is like, 
if people are like, wow, you like going to Disneyland? That's weird. I'll be like, have you ever been to Disneyland with your friends? Like, I, have you ever been to Disneyland just, like, as an adult with your friends, with your partner? A little like, bit No kids. A <laughs> little bit. Like, you can have a couple beers. Um, and just go on some roller coasters. Like, have you ever? Because it truly is so fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think my favorite time was when just us went, so I think that's why I'm getting more excited. Yeah. Yeah. We had no agenda. We were just, well, no, that's a lie. Our, f- <laughs> our day one agenda last time was to get on Rise of Resistance. Oh, yes. Which I haven't ridden, by the way, since then. Since then? Yeah. Since 2020. So. <sighs> it sucks that. That it's just regular line again. Yeah. We'll figure Anyways. it out. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say where I am on the spectrum. I don't think I'm as high as some other folks. Because, yeah. like, if you're thinking of Disney, Disneyland, being a Disney adult as a fandom, I got Taylor Swift Harry Styles, then probably like Disneyland. You know? Right. I like a tear. But in reality, how much money do I pay? Do I put towards Harry Styles, and how much money do I put towards Disneyland? Disneyland takes the cake instantly. Even this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. There's um, a BuzzFeed quiz that says only Disney adults can check thirty oh. of fifty items on this list. Kay. I think we need drop to it to this. me. <clears throat> So while we're get, getting this pulled up, we want to know what level of Disney adult you are. Please send us an email. Coffeetablepot at gmail.com. <laughs> and also where you're from. Oh gosh, check off all that apply. Annual okay. trip. Annual trip, okay. Well, are we considering our multiple? <laughs> I know. I I'm going to skip that one years. for now. Well... I guess I do too. I usually God damn do. it. I, in my adult years, I usually do. Okay. Uh, not, not an annual pass holder. Not nope. a vacation club nope. member. Nope. Nope. More than an hour before opening? Who does that? Didn't we do that that one time? Does well, that count? Yeah. That was a requirement. I don't think that counts that time. No. <laughs> you own more than three Disney Plus views. Ouch. Oops. <laughs> Have more we waited three, three hours, hours for an attraction? No. Does that count like a virtual queue? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because we only sit in line for like 30 minutes. <clears throat> yeah. You could just head to toe and completely, well, screw you. I could. <laughs> Have we Disney? We haven't technically Disney bounded, have we? We didn't dress up as. Have I ever? Have you tried to I look like a Dis- princess? I've, I've Disney bound in many mouths. Not outside the parks, though. I don't run a Disney Instagram, although I do think we should try to become Disney content creators. <laughs> they seem like they live a good then life. Then our spectrum's gonna change. Um, <laughs> your Disney merch... You use your Disney merch as home decor. Check that Stop. one, sister. Stop. <laughs> Not my Disney mugs hanging on the wall in front of me. <laughs> You own more than four pairs of Mickey. Fuck! You follow several... I think the only ones I follow is Magic Journeys. Does it count? Oh, I follow several. 
I am not a Disney influencer, but I could be. (laughs) (laughs) Held up an attraction to take a picture? No, I hate those people. That's toxic. You have bought a park snack just have, to take a picture out yeah. out um have we vlogged trying a new park snack i don't think so i don't think so but we should you have friends that are current or former cast members hmm perhaps uh, my sister currently is and i am a former so see i knew popcorn bucket was gonna be on here i don't oh fuck i do <laughs> <laughs> And I have taken a lot of back to the parks. I don't anymore because they're not comfortable. You recite the spiel whenever you read. Okay, I don't okay, get mad at, at me, but me. what's a defunctland video? Hmm? What's defunctland? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, glad I'm not alone in that. My current profile picture was taken out of park. I just don't change it. It's my problem. Um, <laughs> posted a picture. Yeah, sadness, of course. Of course. You recite this bill <laughs> on the tram. What the fuck? You mean the, my favorite ride? <laughs> the tram? The tram is the <laughs> To best the parking ride. garage? Okay, show me my results. Oh! 23 out of 50. Only Disney adults can check off 30. So does that mean I'm not a Disney adult? What did you have? I got 14 out of 50. You checked more Damn. than 58% of quiz takers. Mine was more than 81. And it says that I'm a Disney Parks fan. You love Disney, but you wouldn't say it's your whole life. You enjoy wearing a Disney bound to your favorite oh, park mine or is. treating yourself to a Dole Whip. However, you wouldn't consider the happiest place on earth your home. Okay, I feel like that's honestly it's fair that's exactly what we said yeah um personally i can't wait to gobble up a dole whip oh my god in aronto less how are we we're only going for a day yeah we're gonna eat the whole time we need to not eat before we go (laughs) i think not really eating breakfast is gonna work in our favor just granola bars in the car on the way there that's what we did last time it worked Let's out. Let's just slam granola bars and lactate. Just then go party. That's a good point. Tums. Mm-hmm. Um, okie dokie. Well, um, this last week's episode, we had quite a few um, listeners from other parts of the world. So if you want to tell us where you're from, that would be fun. In the email. Or mm-hmm. on Instagram. Our email is coffeetablepod at gmail.com. Our TikTok, Instagram, Twitter is at Coffee Table Pod. So go follow us on those. Anything else you want to add? Um, stay tuned for our Disney Adult Adventures. Disney Adult Adventures. Maybe we'll and try to do some live recording. Yes, that'd be so fun. And tell us um, what show we should watch next. What show we should watch next. And where you are on the Disney spectrum that we have outlaid this is a lot of prompts i'm sure you can find yeah, just one. pick one <laughs> or a hot take we're always down for some hot takes yes all right oh we should do a hot take episode yeah for sure okay, okay. Anyways. anyways okay good night cheers good night <laughs> cheers